Welcome to The Candid Creative, a show made for creators, creatives, and entrepreneurs. Whether you're starting out, growing, or established, this is the show for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Candid Creative. There's no guest today, so it's just me today. I talk a lot about personal branding in my Instagram. A personal brand sometimes can be seen as something mythical. Something that only a handful of people can accomplish or can have one. It's actually incorrect though. So I decided to delve deeper into personal branding. With today's episode, let's jump right in. In a recent YouTube video, James Yanni started a video about Tyler One as follows. What is a personal brand? For a time, I thought it was as trivial as the number of followers you have on social media, or the number of people that know who you are, or the amount of attention that is on you at any given time. End of quote. James Yanni stated he realized after some thought, a personal brand is simply you. And a personal brand is about how people perceive you and what they remember about you. End of quote. Do you have a personal brand even before you think you have one? As I researched and I searched for answers on personal branding, I found a book named Platform by Cynthia Johnson. And there's a quote that resonated with me early on where she says, Personal branding is for everyone. And you can change the world with your voice if you have a platform to stand on and people who will listen. End of quote. It all begins with your interactions with people. How people interact with you. And who they perceive you as. But what does it take to develop and manage your brand? First, you need an audit. A goal-setting game plan. Growth strategies. And an awareness of the space you're in or want to enter. You always need a plan. Without it, there's no real course or path for building a successful personal brand. Now, the big confusion with personal branding is whether you should develop a persona or enhance your own personality. According to Cynthia, and I quote, the goal is to define and demonstrate your identity in a way that accurately represents your success. End of quote. What is a personal brand? The words that continue to show up in my research are self-awareness and self-preservation. A personal brand is not about packaging yourself to sell yourself. It's about bringing focus to your actions so that the right kind of people can find you and subscribe to your message. End of quote. It all starts with the ability to think for yourself as you make choices about what you buy, do, and represent. Because you like what you're choosing to do, not because you need to make those choices. Now, why has a personal brand become so popular in the recent years? Today, brands want to connect with more people. One way to connect with more people is to be more human. There's a quote that summarizes, and it says, People are not trying to be brands. Brands are trying to be people. I believe and from the book platform, that personal branding requires a lot of storytelling. That is a quote directly from that. 
and I solely agree and believe in that quote. And I also believe, as also Cynthia states, that a personal brand is similar to a resume. And I quote, it defines not only what we have done, but how we think. The big question is always, how do you develop your personal brand? The best advice is to listen to your natural instincts and desires. Don't adapt or mold yourself to be the next anyone. Be you. Be yourself. Focus on being authentic instead of a manufactured version of what you think everyone else wants you to be. Ask yourself, what do I want? And if that sounds daunting, start with things you seriously do not want. Having a clear view on things you do and do not want is part of being authentic, which ties directly into developing a solid personal brand. Now that the core foundation to personal branding has been discussed, let's jump into the four main factors. These are personal proof, social proof, recognition, and association. Personal proof gives you confidence to go after the next goal and pursue your passions. These include education, experience, credentials, and achievements. Social proof is a proof others need to believe you're qualified to do something. These things lead people to believe that you can help them, you have something they want, or they can learn from. Now, it is important to highlight that while the number of followers does have an influence on your status and social proof, it is more about the perceived value and status. How do people see you? Ask yourself that. This ties directly to networking, which in the book Johnson states, networking is a selfish game. However, it is not for the reasons you imagine. End of quote. Her analysis and overview on networking is that we do not want to network with people who are perceived as below us. And I put it in quotations. So I don't think anybody is below us. I don't think that anybody should be below or above anybody else. We're all people who are learning. Nobody is a guru. Nobody is a master at anything. As a personal advice, I would suggest, while yes, you should engage and network with those who have similar or higher perceived status or value, there's a lot of value in engaging with people who have less perceived value and status as well. In the end, it is about what works for you as an individual. For me, I have found that to network with people who have higher perceived value can be beneficial. But also engaging with people who have less social proof or perceived value is extremely beneficial. Because remember, someone who might have perceived value that is less than yours or above yours, they could change in a short amount of time. So someone that might have less perceived value than you do in a few months might have higher perceived value than you do. So remember to treat people with respect and see them as equal. Don't see them as below or above you. That would be my personal advice on that. Third is association. Believe it or not, association is the part of the personal branding puzzle that determines a lot of your success. I want to talk briefly about opportunities to network and access to networking events. This is not to say that it's impossible but there's a lot of gatekeeping when it comes to who gets access to the right connections. And I put it in quotations, right connections. It is determined on your gender, gender orientation, location, age, background, social status, and the list goes on. 
you get the point. It's very controlled and determined by who you know, who your family already knows, how much money your family has, where you grew up. If you are a white man, you have more opportunities than someone who is a black person. If you're in the Latinx community, it's it all has this controlled that is ingrained into society. Not saying that it's impossible to make connections and grow. I'm just saying that there's a lot of gatekeeping within networking events. I mean, networking events are not cheap. They're not easily accessible for the most part. Why did I decide to include this and, and talk about that for a little bit? It's because in the book it states, people decide whether you're credible based on your expertise and your network. I would like to add, we need to do more for people. And as I said, make networking events more accessible and affordable for people. Association is very powerful and it ties into the whole puzzle, as I mentioned, where you know who have you work with, where you went to school, or who mentor you has a huge impact on your success. People should have equal opportunity, not only that, but equal respect. Now, connecting with people, whether you agree or not, is strategically. If you connect with an account that has 10,000 plus followers on Instagram and a huge and solid base that is very active and engaging, you're strategically connecting with them because you know you can get something in return. And they connect with you because either they like you or they know they can get something back from that connection. Then fourth is recognition. People recognize you as being a top educator, top entrepreneur, or a mentor that carries a lot of weight and power. Whether it is making the Forbes 30 on the 30 list, or getting awards, whether local or nationally, internationally, it all increases not only your perceived value, but also your ability to connect with more people and be recognized. What is a good personal brand? Aside from authenticity, a good personal brand evokes emotion. It brings a new perspective into the picture. For me, a personal brand is about being open and creating content that I love. No strings attached to a niche or a certain narrow audience. In a personal brand, I want to see who you are as a person, rather than the image that you think you should be. Quote that resonated with me says, No one wants to work with boring. Showcase what you love. Don't get stuck in a corner or a box. Don't ever let people tell you stick with your niche. That's boring. I got bored really easily recently as I solely created branding and mindset content. What I mean by this is that when you're just creating content because that's your niche or because that's what will make my account grow. I see that all the time and I'm not going to diss on anybody for sticking to their niche. I'm just saying that that becomes boring. When you are creating content, you want it to feel human. You want it to feel something that brings emotion. You want it to feel powerful. You want it to bring your own personality into it. And where you're just creating content related to your niche and constantly to that with no flexibility to it, you're basically becoming a robot. It's not that much different than someone who is just on social media to grow followers. 
So my best advice is to create content that you love as a personal brand. People want to see you. People want to see what you love. People want to see about the things that you're passionate about, what you support, what you disagree with. That is what a personal brand is about. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I wanted to conclude this episode with saying that people want to connect with a person and their story. And there's a recent quote, and this is from Supermanny, so shout out to him. Uh, we recorded an episode recently that where he said, we all have a story to share. That's powerful. We all have a story to share. So how about we start sharing our story today? We start sharing our experiences today. We start talking about, we start creating content about things that we love, that we're passionate about, instead of focusing on one or two niche in our social media. So go out there and tell your story. Until next time, as always, stay creative and always create content that you love. <laughs>